Okay, I want to thank you all for tuning in and logging on to another episode of Illuminati News Hour right here on Illuminati Radio Podcast. I'm your host, I'm your pastor, Mr. Michael Smith, and if you are new to this podcast, make sure you hit that follow button. Turn on your notification bell so you can be notified when I drop this breaking news on you. And don't forget, people, uh, if you want to donate to this podcast, you're welcome to do so. The donation cash app is dollar sign Illuminati Radio Fund. That's dollar sign Illuminati Radio F-U-N-D. And uh, we have a school shooting at Yes Prep in Houston, Texas. Let's go to the news article. Breaking news, a school shooting at Yes Prep Southwest Secondary. A school administrator is hurt after that shooting that happened just before noon today. Now, this happened at the school, which is located on Anderson Road inside the Beltway. A 25-year-old man who was a former student is in custody. And take a look at this. This is new cell phone video showing the moment some students were walking out of the school. You can see uh, 20, wait a minute. A 25-year-old man who was a student? If you were 20, this, guy, this can't be no damn high school. Because if you were 25 and you were still in damn high school, then there's, a, there's something really wrong with you. I don't know what kind of, what kind of school this is, but um, let's go ahead and continue. See them in the hallway making their hands visible, and you can also see the strong police presence. Part of the video also shows busted glass where we're told that suspect shot through to get into that school. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Rachel Mutterage. And I'm Ron Trevino. We're covering every angle of the shooting. We've got our crew spread out across that. So let's see. So this has just happened, you know what I'm saying, today and, you know what I'm saying, on a Friday. And as you know, the biggest ritual days for these elites is Wednesdays and Fridays. And um, now the other school shooting that I did on the, the, uh, the woman, uh, Mona Rodriguez, that was actually a real one. But this one right here, yes prep. Mm. Until I find out the motive, until I dig more deeper into this, I'm beginning to think that this is a a, a, a drill. But I guess we'll just go ahead and continue, though. Ariel, let's start with Marcelino Benito with the newest information, Marcelino. We were, one of the, we were one of the first crews to arrive here on scene earlier today, and we watched as those crowds of students just flocked out of this building earlier today. Now, Houston police telling us it's a former student that started this chaos in the first place. Let's walk through the timeline here. Houston police tell us they first got that 911 call around 11. Okay, a former student, and the student is 25 years old. I'm still trying to figure out what kind of school this is, because if this is in high school, and the former student is 25 years old. Obviously, he must don't be. He must not go into school to learn. He must to either. I don't know. I don't know. Don't seem right. This don't seem right. Let me go ahead. And- 11:46 this morning again at yet. So they go the first clue. So at 11:46. A.M. Hold on, let me go ahead and rewind that back. Let me go ahead and rewind that back. I think they said. Responded, assuming that this was an active shooter situation. When they arrived, they found something a bit. 
in the first place. Let's walk through the timeline here. Houston police tell us they first got that 911 call around 11.46 this morning. Again, at Yes Prep Academy. They were here within minutes. They responded, assuming that this was an active shooter situation. Okay, now let's see. 11.46. 46 is ritual. Sacrifice. 11 is foundation. Okay. Yeah, I think this is... I think this is a drill. I think this is... This is a... um. You know what I'm saying? This is the elites doing this. 11 is foundation. 46 is ritual sacrifice. Okay, let's go ahead. When they arrived, they found something a bit different. There was a lone gunman inside the building, but there was no active shooting underway. We've learned that gunman is a 25-year-old former student. Here's what Chief Troy Finner says happened next. Okay, it's a 25-year-old former student. Um, students graduate high school at the age of, what, 18? Let's see, 18? Count with me, 18, 19, 20, wait a minute, 18, 19, 20, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. So you mean to tell me five, six, seven, eight. Eight years later. You come back to the school to want to shoot somebody in the school? What happened? Your grades messed up? I, I don't know. But, but, but let's go ahead. This is a drill anyway. But he came into the building. The front door, it's a glass door. It was locked. He gained entry by shooting through a glass door and immediately fired upon uh, one of the uh, employees of the school. But the most important thing is uh, I think we have over a thousand students, I was told. And uh, no students are hurt. Uh, we're praying for the... Uh, um... You think we have over a thousand students, you was told. So you was told you think there's a thousand students. Who was you told this by? Because if you was told this by any superior of the school, the superiors of the school should automatically know how many students that is in the school. So what do you mean you think? Oh, we have we have over a thousand students, as I was told. Oh, so you was told, huh? Okay. Employee of the school, and uh, I think that's a good day. I think it's a good day. Consider it. Now, the chief says the suspect did surrender as soon as his officers arrived. They then cleared the building room by room, but this could have been far worse. The administrator who was shot, we're told by Yes Prep, is expected to be released from the hospital later today. Now, the big question that remains unanswered here is motive. Why did this former student come back to campus today with a rifle? Houston police telling us they are working to get to the bottom of that question. Back to you. What a traumatic day out there, Mark. Now, pay attention. A rifle. This student come to school with a rifle. If somebody now now let's let's use logic here. If somebody wanted to get at somebody in the school, they will try their hardest to be less less suspicious so that they can actually get to the person that they're getting to. So the weapon of choice that they will use would be a handgun because do you know when you're pulling up in the parking lot of the school there's cameras in the school 
There should be cameras all around the campus of the school. So, why don't they pull some of the cameras all around, you know what I'm saying, the school? Why don't they show, you know what I'm saying, this shooter pulling up to the school and getting out and pulling the gun out? Where's the camera for that at? Because, let's see, this is a school, right? Even back in my day, back in the early 90s, you know what I'm saying? We had cameras outside of the school where the people in the office can actually see the whole parking lot. It was cameras outside of the school where the people in the office can see the outside of the parking lot. And this was back in the early 90s when I was going to school. So now here we is in 2021. You know they got more high-tech surveillance cameras in the parking lot. So where is the camera of the shooter pulling into the parking lot? Getting out of his car. Going in his truck. Getting the rifle. Then walking to the building to get in the building with his rifle. Being that this these schools got cameras facing the parking lot and the people can see where is it? Why was nobody warned ahead of time to call the police? You know what I'm saying? That, 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 that's the question here. All of this probably could have been avoided. It could have been settled way beforehand. But see, this is a staged event. It's a rifle. If somebody wanted to, you know what I'm saying, get at somebody in the school, the least, the least thing, the least thing that they would do, I mean, the most thing that they would do, is try their hardest not to be and look suspicious until they get to their target. That's the main thing. See what I'm saying? You come in the school. Shoots the glass door. Boom! Like you Rambo. Then you walk through the halls. You walk past everybody. How you know that this person, this personnel that you was targeted was working today? How did you know where he was going to be at? See, a lot of things, you know what I'm saying, you can take and take notes and see how much this is a staged event. But go ahead. Selena Benito, thank you so much. As you can imagine, this was a scary ordeal for both students and parents. Our Melissa Correa talked to many of them this afternoon. Melissa, what are they saying? Rekha, quite frankly, they're saying they never expected to experience a school shooting, and yet here we are. We've got another vantage point of Yes Prep Southwest Secondary. This is where about a 1,000 kids from grades 6 to 12 attend school. The shooting happened around 1145 this morning. The marquee message today said that students were supposed to have early dismissal at 1 p.m., Teens tell me the shooting happened during their third period. The campus had also recently run through a school shooting drill, we're told. It's an important note as you hear from Rian, a seventh grader who walks... School shooting drill. You heard that? School shooting drill. And they were supposed to get out early in the, early around one. You know what I'm saying? School shooting drill. 
Really? She says she was working on an essay this morning when a police officer came to her classroom. We heard a police officer knock on the door and said to lock the door. So the teacher was like, oh, this is not a drill. This is not a drill. And we ran to the back and everybody was screaming and crying and stuff. We sat there and a few minutes later, the police officer came back out and he's like, okay, well, it's okay to go. But then they sent us back inside. Eventually, she says, Houston police gave the all clear for students and staff to evacuate. Rian and her classmates walked out of the campus with their hands up. You're seeing that in that cell phone video. Uh, she describes seeing the aftermath as the 13-year-old exited the school. Students like Rian tell me that they are, in fact, praying for this administrator, hoping that he can physically recover and work through today's experience. As I toss it back to you, Rekha, these are the 13-year-old's words. She says she's thanking God for sparing the lives of all the students today. What life perspective? Oh, oh, give me a break. These are the 13-year-old's words. She's thanking God for sparing the... Oh, really? Come on, people. <laughs> this is an old damn ritual, an old damn ritual that the elites is pulling on you. ...from a 13-year-old 7th grader. Yeah, that is heartbreaking. You know, typically schools offer counselors and other help to students after incidents like this. I hope that's made available to those kids. Melissa, thank you so much. All day, parents were being asked to go to West Fuquay and Hiram Clark to be reunited with students. And that's where we find our Zach Tawatari. Zach, we know those reunions were so emotional for parents and their kids. That's right, Ron and Reka. We're down the street from the school at the Foodorama parking lot here. This was a staging area where students came after they presumably walked here from school, many of them told us. It was both a huge relief, but also just a heartbreaking scene to watch many of these students, preteens and teens, reuniting with their parents, falling into their arms and sobbing. We saw student after student just not letting go of their parents, siblings, family members. The emotion was so raw. We spoke with two brothers, Dylan and Kevin Ortiz, who weren't able to find each other when the shooting happened, and they described the chaos that ensued. I was scared when I heard someone say run i was hiding for my life and then i heard four gunshots i was about to exit the building when the situation was over i saw blood on the ground a little bit and it was and i in my mind i thought my brother was dead it was pretty relief that nothing, nothing happened to me my mom my, my brother i just really relief just see my, see my mom happy again And there were some buses here, but many of those students, like I said, told us they actually walked here to just down the block and just so overwhelming to hear their words. And you can only imagine what they're going through. We'll have more as we continue our coverage. Ron? What a nightmare of a day for them. Zach, thank you so much. This story is still developing, and we are staying on top of it. For updates, just head to KHO. Oh, Lord. Yes, prep. Yes, prep for school in Houston, Texas is a... Elementary, I get medium, media in media school. Anyway, but what, 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 what a hoax! 
Anyway, this is news, people. I want to thank you all for tuning in and logging on to another episode of Illuminati News Hour, right here, Illuminati Radio Podcast Show. I'm your host, I'm your pastor, Mr. Michael Smith. If you're new to this podcast, make sure you hit that follow button, turn on your notification bell so you'll be notified when I drop this breaking news on you. And if you want to donate to this podcast, you're welcome to do so. The cash app is dollar sign Illuminati Radio Fund. That's dollar sign Illuminati Radio F U N D. Till next time, stay tuned. God bless you.